You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. You're listening to special programming sponsored by the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Business of Giving podcast. My name is Guy Dawson, and I am the executive director and founder of the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce. And we are a 501c6 organization that brings businesses and nonprofit organizations together to create synergistic relationships that benefit the community. And for more information about how uh, you can learn more about the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce, We can be reached at causemarketingchamber.com. And this show, specifically the Business of Giving podcast, was created to highlight, just as I had mentioned before, uh, the great things that nonprofit organizations and for-profit businesses do for one another and the community. And I have someone who helps me to connect with all of you as the co-hostess of the Business of Giving show. Hello, Maria Perez, the Cause Marketing Consultant. How are you? I'm fine. How are you doing today? I am wonderful. Is there anything that you'd like to share that is going on in the cause uh, community that you think the audience would be interested in? Well, there's all kinds of things going on in our community. I think I think our show today will will be of great interest to our our listeners because we have a wonderful uh, guest today that really exemplifies how you can support your community. Um, and and the benefits that uh, accrue from doing so. So, uh, I think without further ado, we should we should get started here today. Sounds great. Will you introduce our guest for today? Sure. We have with us today the chief operating officer of a firm called Solup, uh, Steve Hamili, um, who I had the pleasure of uh, working with on a number of uh, nonprofit outreach initiatives. Uh, and he and his partner um, have been very, very supportive of, of some of the folks here in town um, that are that are really doing good work and, and that provide needed services uh, to our community. And so we're super happy to have him here to tell us a little bit about those initiatives. Yeah, welcome to the Business of Giving show, Steve. Oh, thank you so much. Absolute pleasure to be here. And Guy and Maria, thank you for, for extending the invitation to me. You just tell me what you'd like to know, and I'm, I'm happy to tell you all about our initiatives, what we're doing, and, and kind of our plans for the future. Well, first of all, tell us a little bit about your firm, and then that will sort of, you know, th- this show is about explaining to our listeners the value of cause and social issues marketing. And people call cause marketing all kinds of things, but it, for me, it's really a win-win where, where what you do and those you serve all come out uh, w- with a win. And so I'd really like to hear a little bit about your business. And then um, I, I will ask you some specific questions because I know some of the work that Solop has done in the community. And I, and I think our listeners will really be intrigued by, by the work and the, and the value you bring to our community. Sure. No, happy to tell you about it. So first, we'll start from the beginning. So the company was founded by Frank Rieger, German engineer in 2009. 
and he came he came uh, from Germany with with an objective here when in our sunshine state to provide the highest quality that he possibly could, uh, but also wanted to make certain that he had sustainability, renewable energy in mind, and not merely being a solar company. And his long-term objective was to create an organization that in some way could, you know, it certainly advance green initiatives, but, but in some way become branded within the community and integrated. And, and over the last couple of years, I've, I've joined, um, I joined Frank and became his partner about a year and a half ago. And, and we really decided that we wanted to take a portion of our proceeds and, and I can't say cure all of it, you know, cure some of the ills, but, but certainly add support to um, focusing predominantly on disadvantaged communities, transitional communities, um, those that uh, really don't have the resources. In addition to, um, for example, we're, we're a sustaining member of the Nevada Conservation League, you know, also the organizations that support the proliferation of, of green and renewable energy and that allow us to give back to the community as well. Yeah, um, I, I think I think that's super important uh, in this time. You know, we talk about this a lot on the show that it's no longer the halo effect is no longer sufficient. Uh, it's necessary, but it certainly is no longer sufficient. You must walk the walk and talk the talk um, or you will be accused of greenwashing. I mean, there's no question. Uh, and so it's it's really, from my point of view, just um, wonderful to have you with us to talk about um, how you're able to do that and weave that into the DNA of your business and how it, it, it serves you so well. I, I think I think I remember um, that you do a little bit of work um, with the solar games. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Well, well yeah, there's a myriad of different organizations, but I, you know, I think the one you're discussing, you mean our, uh, our charitable contributions with regards to, uh, to uh, charitable solar? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So what we've done is we, we created an enterprise that a portion of all of our proceeds go back to identifying uh, disadvantaged communities or, or those um, nonprofits that could benefit from solar. So a few that we've really taken an interest in um, and, and a few that I serve on the board of. So I, I've been very blessed to be um, to be allowed to serve on the board of HopeLink, uh, also the Nevada Conservation League and, and an area up in Reno called the Midtown Association. What we're doing here in HopeLink, uh, they have four homes for four transitional homes for people that have gone through their program from being you know extremely disadvantaged to now almost taking the next step to independence. And what we found is there the high cost of the high cost of energy is always an impediment to progress. So we took these four homes in particular. We we went out to our partners. When I say partners, our our, our major channel partners, Meyer Berger, which is the premier. Um, premier manufacturer and provider of, of heterojunction solar panels. We went with Solar Edge, which is, again, the premier inverter and um, optimizer company. And we went to them and said, would you want to join this cause? And, and I will tell you, they were so pleased to see that there were organizations like ours that wanted to give back to the community that they jumped in with both feet. And so they provide, they provide the materials and we provide the labor, the permitting, the engineering. And now we're taking these four homes within the HopeLink community, all, I think all four on Major Street in Henderson, Nevada, and we're, and we're fitting those with complementary solar, and we'll be reducing the bill for all of those, um, those uh, tenants uh, down to just their interconnect fee of $16 a month. Oh, wow. That is amazing. See, that just, that, that just shows you the synergistic the synergies that you can create and the, and the affinities and the partnerships and, and then 
you put it into action and your product is helping these people. It's amazing. And I also like the, the perspective, um, if I could just jump in really quick, Steve, is about walking the walk and talking the talk. As Maria had mentioned earlier in the podcast, providing complimentary solar to local charities that you support is truly showing that you're all about what you're saying you're about. Is, is that something you'd be willing to touch on a bit? Absolutely. So, I mean, I'll go into kind of my own background. So I used to have, you know, everybody looks for their why in life. And my why for all of my life has always been, I want to surround myself with like-minded people that want to make a difference, right? That's probably been for, I'd say, 15 years of my life. About three years ago, I woke up and my wife sees this big smile on my face. She goes, what? I said, you know, I've changed my why. She said, well, what is it now? And I said, I want to live a life of gratitude. And, 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 you know, that really opened my eyes. And when I looked, I said, you know, how can I give back? And, I, and I'll go back a bit real quickly. So my genesis, starting back in, in Los Angeles, back in the 80s, I, I had a messenger company. And, and I saw all these food trucks used to come to our, our couriers. And, and, they'd, um, and I'd say, well, what do you guys do with your food at the end of the day? They said, well, we have to throw it away because of, you know, because of the time and temperature. So long, long story short, I went to the L.A. mission, said, would you be willing to take the food? Went to the L.A. Department of Health and provided where we could now second source this food. We'd go every day to the food trucks, take this food, and I mean 500 to 1,000 pounds of food a day to the L.A. mission. And, and, and all it takes is, is thinking outside the box and resources and working. And I have found that the government, especially in this local community, is so receptive to creating or assisting you in, 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 this, type of, in this type of work. For example, in the permitting process and going through HopeLink, the city of Henderson has been nothing but just absolutely rapid in getting us this information to us, you know, getting our permits issued right away. Um, but part of this is we looked and said, how can we take what we believe in, which is helping to preserve our planet, and, and find some way to give back in every way that we possibly can. I've been a really strong proponent of, I don't consider homelessness a problem. I consider it, uh, unfortunately, a symptom of a greater problem. And how can, we, how can we dig deeper to solve these issues and solve these problems? So we looked at places like HopeLink. Another one is, is Volunteers of America, uh, which is up in Reno. They just purchased the Hotel 40. We've offered, and that's, that's transitional as well, we've offered to supply all the solar. And then, then as I dug deeper about the homeless program, I said, well, what, what, are some of the, what are some of the obstacles that you have for people going through the program? They said, you know, many either can't bring their pets or they have issues with being oh. able to feed their pet veterinary care, right? So we aligned with another charity. I don't know if you're familiar with Feeding Pets of the Homeless. No, I don't think I've no, heard but of they sound fantastic. They sound fantastic. I mean, I mean, you're bringing tears to my eyes because, you know, these social issues are endemic and and you're you're not you really are providing something so important i'm just intrigued keep talking (laughs) (laughs) great stuff steve so i was introduced to feeding pets of the homeless at a a, um we we sponsored um one of the year-end events for um volunteers of america and just touch on that real quickly another great organization and they provide a myriad of different levels of transitional housing, right? It's not just, it's either someone who absolutely doesn't even have a cell phone. I, we, we heard someone that came in that, that borrows somebody's cell phone so they could call their son to let them know they were on the streets. And then he gave a speech at the end about how he is now working for, I think he's working for one of the energy companies. Another one had just completed their doctorate, right, who, who started in this program. And so we're inspired. 
And then we were introduced to Feeding Pets of the Homeless. They're headquartered in Carson City. Genevieve is their director, but they provide, they provide resources throughout the United States. And they provide not only veterinary care, uh, they, they provide food um, for, for the animals. And they do their vetting to make certain that, but what they try to do is keep these animals intact with their, you know, with, with their, with their owner. And then VOA in some of their facilities allows the pets to stay with them. And to me, I said, wow, what a great union. I, I'm an absolute animal advocate and I could, that's another, uh, another passion that, that I could talk about in, in great, in great detail. But we're trying to find some way, again, how do we, how do we assist in this homeless, you know, issue? And the first part of it is how do we support those that are that are trying to, to, to help on the issue, right? And so housing is really the big and the main component. So we went over the, to, to Feeding Pets of the Homeless in Carson, and we are also supplying all of their solar uh, for their facility so that that frees up additional resources and capital for them to, to spend on, on, the, on the pets as well. But that's another great organization. Yeah, yeah it's really interesting that you bring up the idea of supplying solar and defraying uh, some costs, it, that's, that's really exemplary corporate partnering, right? It's beyond philanthropy. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really telling that you've been able to use your firm to give food, pet, keep pets with their, their families uh, or their people uh, and provide, um, you know, power. It's, um, it really is. It really is outside the box thinking. I commend you. Yeah, you, that you really. It, yeah, I agree, Maria. That is a massive give back uh, when you consider the impact of doing that. All of the pets and uh, yeah, that I mean, some we cover a lot of content on this show, but boy, some of the impacts, uh, <laughs> as you were mentioning before, Maria, it makes you kind of choke up, right? To see that, uh, a company, um, is so committed to contributing to their, uh, community. It's just so much about what this whole cause marketing world is about. And I just want to take a quick second to remind everyone that you're listening to the business of giving podcast sponsored by the cause marketing chamber of commerce. And I wanted to make an announcement really quickly. We are speaking with Stephen Hamili. He is the COO of soul up and a great organization that we've been learning more about, but I wanted to make a quick announcement about an event that we have coming up on the 14th of September. It is called Businesses with Heart, and it is an event that we have been hosting since 2015. It is an expo-style event that benefits a nonprofit organization. It is the basis of what we used to establish the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce, and we are super, super excited uh, to be presenting this event on September the 14th from 4 p.m. Uh, to 8 p.m. at The Space. Uh, again, it's a great opportunity for you to learn more about cause marketing, connect with a lot of great people in the community. Local business will also be promoted. Uh, we're going to have fantastic speakers there. And as usual, we have a featured nonprofit organization. And this year, it is going to be an organization called Room Redux. And they're a nonprofit organization uh, that helps abuse children by going into the bedrooms 
of abused children. As we all know, when children are abused in their bedrooms, there's a certain connection to the abuse sometimes that can be very traumatizing for them. Room Redux goes in and remodels these bedrooms. It's just phenomenal what they do to help children uh, through these remodels. So proceeds from this event will benefit Room Redux. Um, So again, Business with Heart is our big event. We are also uh, looking forward to having all of you come and be a part of this event. And for more information about it, we can be reached at causemarketingchamber.com. That's the website. Uh, You can go on and learn more about this event. And Maria, you outdid yourself with this fantastic guest that we have. Do you want to reintroduce him? (laughs) Because, boy, has he shared some excellent information today. I'm happy to reintroduce Steve Hamili, the CEO of Solup. Um, that is really has really embarked on um, a, in, an initiative that's truly holistic in the sense that not only does it support something that's endemic and uh, you know a societal issue that's endemic and and a problem all, everywhere all over the world, uh, but is really serving those people and providing solutions. Um, do you want to talk a little bit more about? Um, the Nevada Conservation League, Steve, for us and, and your work there? Oh, absolutely. So that, that was one of our, that's truly a passion project. You know, Nevada Conservation League is, um, well, let me give you another example. So anyone that purchases a solar system from us, we give a, actually we give $50 per system that we sell to the Nevada Conservation League. They are, they are deeply entrenched in creating policy for sustainability and renewable energy, but it goes beyond that. So they've created, if you, are you familiar with these, um, what are we going to call them, the um, wildlife overpasses? Have you seen those where you know, sometimes you'll have migratory animals, and what they found is a tremendous amount yes, of them were getting I injured have. on the freeway, right? So they were, yep. they were very mm-hmm. strong proponents of that and, then, and worked very closely with our legislature. Uh, I do want to have a shout-out for someone that I, that I met with yesterday who's also very passionate about giving back to the community and creating some of these um, – awarenesses of both renewable energy and as really a champion for the underprivileged is uh, Assemblyman Howard Watts uh, and, and Senator uh, uh, Fabian Dignate. I've worked with both of them and they're inspirational in their, in their desire to want to engage with us in, in helping promote. And one of the conversations I had with uh, Assemblyman Watts yesterday is a way to try to leverage federal funds in, in providing some subsidies for the disadvantaged community to try to get them in solar. And I, I just want to say that because I think they're really two very, very, um, very influential leaders that, that, that really have a heart. Um, Nevada Conservation League, uh, again, I cannot say more. Uh, I, I, I sit on their board and I'm, and I'm absolutely proud to be part of it. They, um, they, they are so multidimensional with regards to their focus. They're focused not just, again, on green and renewable energy, but on animal aspects, preservation of our parklands, and and really a focus on disadvantaged communities. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, I have seen some of those overpasses. I think there, there's been a lot of – it's been mentioned in the press recently. Um, and as we encroach on lands, uh, this is bound to happen. So it's wonderful to see that there is some proactive uh, and, and, you know, proactive action to, to fix it versus reactive um, so that's fantastic. And what about and your work with Opportunity Village? I'm sorry. Did you have something yeah, else you no, wanted no, to yeah, share with us on the concept? Oh, sure. So Opportunity Village, we, we get involved with them, you know, pretty much twice a year. We were um, during the 
their Halloween. They, so they have two really fantastic events. In, in Halloween, we get involved in, in a fundraiser through the same thing that we do for Nevada Conservation League. We provide a, a, pro, a, a certain amount of proceeds per, per sale. But where we really get involved is in their Christmas program. And we launch a very strong initiative. I think we last year, I think it was either $150 or $200 per system that we installed. We, we give back to Opportunity Village. And anyone who hasn't taken the tour there, it's one of the most heartwarming um, tours you can take. And, and it really shows and emphasizes how when, it, when, a, when an organization gets involved and wants to make a difference. And I don't, I don't know if you've been there, but they, but they take these communities. They have one area, that I'm going to call it their enterprise area, where they, they have the, where, where they've created a work environment and, and just something, and, and I'm sorry if I'm telling you something you already know, but to me it was so amazing, that, that the, 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 um, the casinos are involved. So they take all the pool towels at the end of the summer, they send them to Opportunity Village, and, the, and, and, and the, um, you know, those that are in the Opportunity Village within these programs, they recut these towels. They, they, they're taught how to cut them and thread them and, and you know, turn them into bar towels, and then they're sold back to the, to the casinos, right? And then also wow. uh, and some of the other, they'll do the cabling and, they stu- and they're stuffing the boxes, anything that's, rep- you know, this type of repetitive work. But to see the inspiration and, and to take it, you know, a, a, again, a community that some, sometimes I want to say um, invisible and ignored is, is given such a wonderful showcase. And, and it's really, it's really when we went and took this, took this tour, uh, Frank and I looked back, we said, this is something we really have to get involved in. Another one that we're very involved in is Miracle Flights. And uh, we, we were their lead sponsor last year in, uh, in, their, in their lettering campaign. So they have their words, right? Wisdom, love, and peace. I don't know if you saw that over at Summerlin last year. But we were their, their lead sponsor. And so Miracle Flights provides transportation to chronically ill uh, people that don't have the wherewithal or facility to make these connections, right? And many of them have to go for treatment in you know, out of state, whether it be Arizona or Missouri, et cetera. And so they provide the pickup from their home, the transportation, the air transportation, the pickup on the other end, uh, sometimes a docent to, to accompany them. But another wonderful organization that we've aligned with that, uh, you know, we're very proud to, to partner. And, and continually looking, when you've just brought up this one, you know, the room redo, um, it, it's, we want to be, you know, we're, we also want to be uh, approached by anyone out there. And, you know, some people feel as they're infringing. I get calls all the time and we, we certainly can't, you know, can't get involved in every, every organization. Uh, but we'd like to, to the extent that we can, you know, make a difference. So the one you just told me here, room, you, you talk about bringing tears to your eyes when I was talking about some of the other ones. This one, I can just vision it. I, I had a charity and I was in back in Savannah, Georgia. And, you know, we, we had these firefighters and, and, and these children, these, um, um, girls that didn't have fathers, right? So we put together, they didn't know what to call this. They call it the fireman's ball. And, and you remember that, remember the, um, you remember that movie called Princess Diaries? Yes. Mm-hmm. What, right. That, that was a tearjerker for me. So what I did, I said, why don't we create this? We'll have the fireman or, or you know, or the, uh, you know, policeman fireman, they will accompany it. We'll get ball gowns for the girls, but then we give them a diary to die. We call it the princess diary um, event. And it was, so Things like that. So when you brought this room redo, and these were also abused, you know, abused young ladies and children. And so when when I hear about something like this, this is something that really tears my heartstrings. 
So I have a question for you, Steve. There are a lot of businesses out there who are trying to embrace these cause marketing principles. And obviously, your company, the culture, I mean, you guys are all in on this. Do you have any advice for a company out there that just wanted to get started? They're probably not going to be engaged the way that you guys are because you've been doing it for a while and you really understand the principles. But if if you could – Give some advice to a company about how to start engaging with their community through cause marketing. What would that advice be? I'd say to make it part of your mission statement and part of your corporate culture. Um, and, it, and it has to show from the top. Uh, you know, everyone here knows that, they're, they're, that, that this is our objective. You know, another thing that we do, and this is something I'd encourage all companies to do, you, writing a check is one thing, showing up is another. So we, we all of our employees are given are paid up to 10 hours per month for community service, even if it's, even if it's overtime. They'll get their standard rate. If they're, if they're a salaried employee, we'll, we'll, we'll break that down hourly. And if it results in overtime, we'll pay the overtime. But we want our employees to get out in the community, make a difference. And we don't choose what that, we don't choose what that charity is. They can be involved in any charity they want. So part of it is, is recognizing that a portion of what you do and what you receive should go back to the community. And it also, it also in, one, it encourages your employees to be, to be or your, I should say, our, our partners to be involved, and, they, and they're compensated for it as well. But make it part of your mission statement. And I, and I go into many businesses, and I see all these great ideas and pragmatic philosophies about business, but none of that says to make a difference or give back in your community. And I think when you're, that resonates with your team members um, when they see that leadership is involved in, 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 in their community and giving back. Mm-hmm. You're really just getting well, out there and doing it, right? Right, Maria? Yeah, and people, it's, it really also speaks to employee retention because people want to work for a company that walks the walk and talks the talk and is not disingenuous. It's genuine. And how proud are you to work for a company where the leadership even pays you for your volunteerism? That's, that's really uh, to be commended. Yeah, some good business karma going on there. <laughs> and I, that's one of the things when I talk to people about the principles of cause marketing is never underestimate the value of good business karma. And as you had mentioned, Maria, taking care of your employees in that way, uh, it's, it's, it's going to bring nothing but good things to your business. I've seen it. I've experienced it. No wonder you guys are well, so successful. You know, you know, you hear me talk about it all the time. All things being equal, if you if you can be a patron of a service or a profession or a business that does good and gives back, all things being equal, you're going to go with that firm yeah. over the competitor every time. Maria, do you have any a, a final question for Steve Hamili? Um, I I would like to just. I don't have a question. I just want to uh, acknowledge that the work that you and Frank do uh, is is truly wonderful. And I hope some of our listeners embrace what you've discussed and uh, and jump in with both feet as well. Well, fantastic. And, you know, I'd like to, in, in, in telling all of our, you know, business community leaders that it's such a fulfill, there's, there's no, there is no better feeling than attending one of these events and seeing the results where you've made a difference. And most importantly to everyone out there, there's no such thing as too small of a donation. And I think that's where people get caught up. They think, you know, my five or $10 isn't going to make an impact, but a thousand of you sending in those five and $10 will have a significant impact. 
Absolutely. Steve Hamili is with Soul Up, a company that is providing clean energy as well as a lot of service to the community. Again, thank you so much for being a part of the show today, Steve. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. Thank you for the invitation. And also, my co-hostess with the mostest. I know that's a really corny statement I say every week about you, Maria, but you definitely are. How can you be reached for more information? Well, if you want to discuss cause marketing strategy with me, Cause Coach Maria, I can be reached at causemarketingconsultants.com. Uh, and I'm happy to chat with anybody uh, about creating uh, initiatives and outreach uh, like the ones that Steve has been talking about, because that's my passion. I live, eat, and breathe that, and uh, I'm happy to help anybody that would like to support our community further. Maria is a powerful practitioner of the principles of cause marketing. Thank you so much for being a, a wonderful co-host as usual. Thank you for being my co-host, right? <laughs> yeah, we appreciate all of you. Gratitude's a big part of the show and the uh, the platform, and so we appreciate all of you for tuning into the Business of Giving podcast. For more information about the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce, we can be reached at causemarketingchamber.com as well as on our social media sites, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram and our our YouTube page uh, for the business of giving. So for all of you out there, we always like to leave you with this positive message, give and do business for good. We will see you next week. My shoulder. As I'm getting older, your people get older. Most of us only care about money.